0: Welcome to Lost in Revision. All of our content is public domain, literature, fairy tales, and folklore. Our goal is to at least break even to cover our expenses, so any support that you can offer to help us reach that goal helps keep this podcast going and you entertained. All of our music is by Nathan Hubble and is used with his permission. Thanks, and enjoy the show. Chapter 3.
1: Paul's Boyhood. Part 3. He was very big for his age, of course, but he was never clumsy as many big boys are. Once, the first time he ever went hunting, he sneaked his father's old shotgun out of the house and set forth to see what he could find. He kept his sharp eyes wide open, and at last he saw a deer stick its head around a tree four or five miles away. He blazed away at the animal with the old gun and then was so anxious to see if he had killed it that he started for the spot, lippity-cut. He ran so fast that he outran the load he had fired from the gun with the result that he got the full charge of buckshot in the seat of his breeches. So, as one can readily see... His size did not, in the least, interfere with his spryness. Even when he was an old man, or what would be old for most men, he was so quick on his feet that he could blow out the light in the bunkhouse at night and be in bed and asleep before his room got dark. As the years of his boyhood went on, he continued to get bigger and stronger and quicker of action, as well as becoming better versed in everything that pertained to the woods. He was learning that he seldom dared to exert his full strength. So powerful was he in every way, for fear of the damage he might do. He was only fourteen or fifteen years old when he found out that he could kill a whole pond full of bullfrogs with just one yell. And as his voice was getting stronger all the time, he had to watch closely and always speak softly, or else the tremendous sound would stun everyone within hearing, or perhaps flatten out a few houses. During the later years that intervened before Paul once more appeared, a grown man in the height of his powers, near the place of his birth along the coast of Maine, he managed to secure two assets a loving wife, and Babe, the great blue ox. Oh, yes, there was Jim, his pet crow, also, but Jim could hardly be called an asset, as he was usually getting into mischief. There are a few rumors about Paul's courtship, which may give an idea as to what a good match for him Mrs. Paul really was. Paul, having grown to young manhood in the far backwoods, had never had much of a chance for paying attention to the ladies, and, accordingly, he was somewhat bashful. One day, however, while out on one of his long rambles, he heard a woman's scream for help, and, looking around, he saw a tall, handsome, and very much excited girl rushing toward him at full tilt. My sister has fallen in the river, she cried to him, Come and help me get her out before she drowns! And turning back the way she had come, she dashed on ahead with Paul following. He had to bestir himself to keep up with her, which in itself was so unusual that he immediately began to feel interested and forgot all about being bashful. When they arrived at the river bank, he looked far down to where the swollen waters of the big stream were rolling fast and deep but not a sign of the sister could he see. She fell in ten miles upstream, the girl told him despairingly. I ran down this far, hoping to be able to get to the river and catch her when the current brings her by, but the banks are so high and steep all the way that I couldn't get near the water. Paul didn't say a word, but began working his very fastest, picking up great stones and logs and anything he could lay his hands on and throwing them down into the riverbed. It wasn't more than a second or two before the girl caught on to his idea and began doing the same thing. And he was surprised to see that she heaved over almost as much rubble as he himself did. So between the two of them, it wasn't very long, five or ten minutes perhaps, before they had dammed the river up tight, stopped the current, and raised the water until they were able to reach right out and grab the sister when she floated into sight. Of course the girl was grateful to Paul for saving her sister's life, and he thought a lot of her after seeing how quickly she caught on to his idea and how fast and well she could work. It was a match from the very start, and before long they were married and as happy and contented as two bugs in a rug.
0: Thanks for joining us today. Check us out on Patreon. You can help us meet our small goal of breaking even and covering our expenses. Your support helps pay for all of the things that podcasting requires and helps keep this show alive and growing. If you can't afford to support us financially, go give us a good review, subscribe or follow and share with your friends and family. Feel free to fact check us and offer suggestions to make our show better for you. You can also send us an email at lostinrevisionpodcast at gmail.com. There's a lot more waiting for us all at the end of the road.